Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never thought about space in my cramped apartment, but in this house, all I see is empty space. The sofa and ottoman look like tiny islands in a sea of hardwood floors. I could get two ottomans in the living room, but then I'd need another sofa. I could tell people I'm into minimalism. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. I'm so sorry because like I'm go ahead might be drunk <laughs> listen I have like a, a big old like diesel jug of four roses bourbon on the table with me right now so I know that we're gonna need some assistance getting through this <laughs> you're doing great I don't I don't know how to intro this one I'm, I'm gonna let you do this I'm gonna let you start this off Mike Dunn because I might have 15 pages of notes but I am fucking speechless I'm all right <sighs> Uh, what's up, Stoppies? It is the season finale of Make It Stop, and today we are talking about a maybe the worst album ever made. <laughs> um, definitely a contender. We're talking about 2016 Corey Feldman, Speed. I almost said Speed and Bullet to Heaven. Yep. Uh, Corey Feldman, Angelic to the Core. It is with a two. With a two. Uh, it is. Uh, what is it? It is. Uh, 94 minutes long. It is uh, made by, you know, famed child actor, star of The Goonies and The Lost Boys, among other uh, 80s classics. Uh, Corey Feldman, uh, also, you know, notable for many reasons. Yep. We'll talk about him. We'll talk about all the reasons. This shit broke me. This shit broke me. (laughs) This is this is the worst. It's not just the worst music I've ever heard. It's like the worst thing I've ever heard. It's like listening to a massacre. It is like a deeply, profoundly terrible thing on just levels that were previously unconceived. It's like I want to take the blue pill where not only does this album not exist, but maybe this podcast doesn't exist because this has made me a bad, a worse person. It's a wor- I'm a worse person. Um, 
And I, you guys did this to us. It's your fucking fault. It's of course your fucking fault. We set ourselves up for this shit. We asked you to vote. I we're not talking to our guests, just to make things clear. We're oh, God, no. Fans. I am talking to our fans. <laughs> our guests, I can't believe you're here. I'm so sorry we put you through this. <laughs> um, which we we will introduce them. But I, I really do want to uh, fucking let the fans know that you've broken me. So just so you know, the stoppies, you've done it. You've done it. This might just be series finale. Like, game over, done. I don't know. I'll, I'll keep it going. <laughs> I'll, do a, I'll do a Bill Burr style and... Uh, great. It'll, no guests or anything. Oh, it'll just be me. God. Yeah, great. Well, I'm glad because uh, certainly our friends who are here with us today aren't going to come back to do any more of these. So why don't we uh, introduce them? Uh, we have two very, very hilarious uh, people who are both comedians in Boston, which means they're professionally hilarious. You can pay them to be hilarious. And I don't think we have, we don't, we haven't paid you, but I, it's, I want your cash apps. Like yeah. hey, we, we're getting. I think we owe you one. <laughs> we definitely owe you one. I know you got a La Crusette that you're saving up for, so uh, we'll let you talk about it. We got Tookie Cabinet on the show with us today. Hello, every. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm here. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> to- Welcome to- aboard. Tookie's drunk. <laughs> I am. I have. I, I okay. So like my mother's side of the family is Catholic and every year I give up something for Lent and this year was alcohol. I went 40 straight days um, without alcohol, which isn't like the huge deal because I'm not a big drinker anyway, but it really screwed with my tolerance. And also I, you know, Lent happened to coincide with the peak time for lockdown. So yeah. I was sober for a lot. <laughs> oh, how have you been doing that? that that's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's been a time. So I haven't had more than like um, a glass of wine with dinner every other night or something. Uh, me and my partner. But tonight we, we had cocktails on the Lord's Day. And uh, Tookie, that looks like Listerine. Are we okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, called a, it's called a last word. It's a very uh, fancy Ooh. prohibition era cocktail. Yes. With oh, I know the last word. That's good. Uh, what, maraschino liqueur? Yeah, maraschino liqueur, chartreuse, gin, and fresh squeezed lime juice. That's, that's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Mike. Mike Dunn is an armchair bar- bartender now because he's been doing the daily dose of Dunn. So he's he's been mi- mixing yeah. cocktails. I took the <laughs> opposite path from Tookie and instead of going, you know, 40 days without drinking, I just bought 40 new bottles of alcohol. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> Respect. Well, I was I was going to say, yeah, after. um, OK, so the cumulative effects of everything that's been going down this past week and being on lockdown. And having listened to this album, Juneteenth is this Saturday? Is Friday? Is this Friday or Saturday? The, the June the 19th. 19th. The 19th. I currently have a fund going for um, my suffering, repayment for my suffering. <laughs> uh, and you can Venmo me at T. Kavanaugh $5 for the La Crusette fund because we had to cancel our uh, whole wedding reception situation. Uh, or $50, so I know it's real, on Juneteenth. <laughs> and, and what was that again, Tookie? Can you repeat, repeat that for everybody? Just one more time. because at, at T. Kavanaugh on Venmo, only $5. It's a $5 donation to my reparation slash. A, 
recovery fund after listening to this <laughs> album. <laughs> A dollar per minute, a dollar per minute, guys. We are uh, every dildo dollar that we have made, which at this point I believe is thirteen seventy five. That we yes, have thank you for the dildo money. Podcast. We finally we made thirteen seventy five from adamandeve.com where you can use keyword bad music at checkout and give us dildo dollars that we can pay directly to Tookie for yeah. dealing with us. Tookie, you get all our dildo dollars. All of them. We'll thank make you. it rain. Thirteen seventy five. I appreciate you all so much. You don't even know. Don't after you dare. What, after what we sat through, I need this. Okay, uh, this, yeah. is, this is what Abe Lincoln got shot for. This is what Rosa Parks sat for right now for me to be able to recoup my losses from after having listened to this album. Um, I did tell you not to listen to it. I, know. I said that that's the best I can do as an ally right now. I know, but that was pre- cocktail (laughs) and here we are mike dunn you want to introduce our other guest yes also joining us uh local comedian and uh facebook personality dickie stock how you doing sorry for uh being so quiet i figured you guys let you guys get through uh you know talking about your experience with the album and i i I had kind of a different experience with the album i uh (laughs) i won't get too uh, too far into it right now but you know it's it it was parts to it that were like you know like parts well, yeah, you know I, I, you know as we go along i will I'll, like I'll, organs no you know they were like um there's I, i've got i've got some notes written down and uh, oh. not all of them are negative you know some of them i yeah i i will say <laughs> look i'll give i'll give Corey feldman one big thing on the side oh. it is it is hilarious it is like so bonkers so i don't feel like like i, I feel like i dissociated listening to this album like I, yes. I, I felt, I felt like I was no longer hearing sounds <laughs> that the human ear was meant to hear. I thought I was in like a fucking like ethereal like spirit realm <laughs> of like just a fucking chugging electric guitar, but turned down like so low and just in the very bottom of the left channel. While like Corey Feldman is doing a Rob Zombie voice here and like a Michael Jackson voice here, like it is so fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely you can definitely hear like the Michael Jackson influence in there. But you know, there's like there's parts, man, that like you know they no, no, I, no. I, <laughs> that, rag, that ragtime song is kind of fun. <laughs> ragtime song is not fun. Oh so God. here's a fun thing. So here's a fun. We Wikipedia this album. Oh, prior to listening, and um, he he tried to raise about a hundred k on Indiegogo, yep. but mm-hmm. could only raise about 14. just under fifteen grand. Yeah. which barely under let it be known which, that is 14 times as much as uh what was raised for the broken side album so that was only one thousand dollars i looked it up yeah. and it's a um, hundred times as much as the dildo money that we've made it, it literally <laughs> is so fuck you know what with that 15 grand he got a snoop dog feature snoop will feature on any fucking album. oh yeah he's the nicholas no. cage of rap no he like, hung he'll, out he'll take anyone's money Dicky, right after this, he probably did him in this like one after the other. Just drove across town, did the little oh. little Dicky feature. He fucking hung out in the parking lot for the Gathering of the Juggalos 2014 and got whoever was there to fucking. He got Fred Durst and yeah. Snoop Dogg and some other. I, I I it doesn't matter. It's this is the most fucking batshit bonkers experience I've ever goddamn had. Dicky, you're sitting here with your notepad saying that you have 
there are parts. I just, I yeah. can't fathom. I mean, like, what do I got? Uh, that, <laughs> like, you know, I want to save some of it, but like Doc Ice, whoever that guy, Doc Ice on uh, that song. I think that's everybody? the guy that rapped on Rebecca Black's Friday. Oh, I really? Think. Is it the same? <laughs> See, he's fine. It that might be. Fine. He's yeah, the he's best part He's got a real old school character to his uh, flow. Very, um, like, very 80s. A lot of this album is very 80s. Like, not just that feature, but... It's it's beyond time, dude. Like, this is beyond... It's beyond time. It's beyond space. And it is absolutely the least... The worst possible use of our energy and in, intellect and passion at this moment. But I, I've got to tell you, I am passionate about how much I fucking hate this album and how... You're right. It is hilarious, Mike, until you realize that it's 94 fucking minutes long and we're in a pandemic and a and a renewed civil rights movement. So it's like, what am I? What? No, I did. I did have no. to take, I did take a <laughs> lot of breaks from this album. Like usually I'll just timeouts. Usually for <laughs> I can stop, I'll sit down and listen to the whole album all the way through. And I'll, sometimes I'll do it twice, three times. This one, like, I had to stop like every two songs. To, like, I listened hmm. to the entire thing. Uh, Sometimes if there's only like 20 seconds left of a song, I, I kind of skip ahead. But uh, yeah. I listen to you, it dangerous all. man. I know, I know. <laughs> like, uh, but I listened to band from the show for this in, transgression in one uh, in one sitting, and I gotta tell you, it like made me physically sick. <laughs> like I didn't, I felt like nauseous <laughs> afterwards. I, it, it was yeah. organ failure. I was literally sitting there and you're right, Mike Dunn. I also had to take several breaks because I felt I was like going jaundiced. I was like, I was having <laughs> palpitations. Like I can't even begin to tell you just how affected I am in a very negative way um, by this album and everything that it represents. And so, you know, we've talked about <laughs> This is a notorious album. That's why you motherfuckers overwhelmingly voted for it. Um, Fantano's worst album of 2016. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you watch that video? I I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time for more white men fucking blathering at me from, from YouTube. I just spent... a 50-minute long video no. on this album. He did the yeah, longest well... video he's ever done. And he, he listened to it live. Like... Which well, he never does. We're about to do our longest episode ever, probably, because there is a lot to unpack. Like, this is, it's cursed. Like, it's cursed. Yeah, Fantano, I watched about five minutes of it, and he literally looks broken. Like, he is a broken <laughs> man. I'm a broken man. It's, it's, he, yeah, he, just a few pull quotes I had from his, uh, the beginning of his, he called him Grandpa Skrillex, which I appreciated. <laughs> I also uh, think that Corey Feldman, he's like the Skrillex you ordered off Wish. Um, <laughs> it's not good. Um, but it was, so it was, it was just insane. So he has made several albums before, which is also insane. This is yeah. all insane on Who so many letting levels. letting him do this? That's my question. Well, Who keeps letting you, him do this? I think he's just giving himself permission at this point because this okay. album is recorded in a home studio <laughs> off okay. of Kickstarter money, off of like a way off goal of Kickstarter. Yeah. The 14,000, as you mentioned, Toki. Yes. The 14,000, yeah. which means stoppies. We need to get at least like that much for Toki. <laughs> like we need yeah. to figure it out, guys. Like this is not. It's, it's just $5. It's, it's just 5 Oh, it's all I have. I'm very grateful. <laughs> um, it's got a 0 0.9 on rate your music. It's it's uh, it's beyond it's below a one. Uh 
it's it's I mean, obviously, I don't know what's more insane. The fact that he was able to raise over fourteen thousand dollars in real American cash and not like Farmville bucks or the fact that he had released four other albums. But anyway, he decides in 2016 that he's going to, you know, release this double album angelic to the core and he's going to create this harem of dead-eyed blonde angels that yes. just kind of uh are his sex slaves which we're going to get into because yeah, this we angels talk about the angels real quick free the angels free the angels do you know about the angels this would be a nice little segue into the piece of shit the answer is yes he is a sex predator who maybe like kidnapped some women to go be in this weird cult harem where he was promising them support and that he was gonna talent coach them and they were not allowed to leave and they were not allowed to like get jobs and like he controlled every aspect of their existence and was trying to do this like incredibly sad like Chuck E. Cheese like Playboy Mansion which is like even sadder because the Playboy Mansion is so sad it just gets darker and darker stop he's like it gets so bad it's so bad here's my take on the angels (laughs) thing um so you read all these interviews with Corey Feldman when he talks about the angels and, and his whole thing is like the way he describes it is that these are women who were, uh, you know, down and out who were like turning to doing porn and stuff. And he was like, let me give you this outlet. Um, what's the outlet where you can grow creatively and we will do like photo shoots for free and give you free wardrobe (laughs) and like, yeah, we're really going to launch your, your successful acting career by debuting you on the today show while you mouth the words go for it robotically playing fake keyboard <laughs> yeah but i was talking about this uh with my partner and they brought up like so Corey feldman is trust me i have i i yep i'm gonna i was all gonna go there but go ahead bring it in well he's a he's a victim of of uh you know child molestation childhood sexual abuse Ma- right so this guy who was a casting agent and there was a guy who ran an underage club in Hollywood that was only for, um, like, celebrity children. Um, that was called, literally called Alfie's, uh, Alfie's Soda Pop Stand for Kids. No. <laughs> yes. no. No. No, so no, 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 no. I think Corey no, had no, it, no. you know, my partner was saying that they think Corey had it in his head that, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's been roped in by these schemes of, like, Here's this, uh, you know, this casting agent or whoever, like, I'm going to help you out. You know, we're no. going to we're going to give you this space to, like, launch your career. And he feels like he got swindled by that. And he thinks in some twisted way, that he's like, no. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this thing that literally only works as an exploitation play. But I'm going to do it right and do right by these women. Like, I really think think that yeah. he thinks he's doing that. That's the theory of uh, Michael Jackson being like, you know, he just wanted to help all these kids because they didn't have hmm. a childhood like he didn't have a childhood. Fuck. That dude, this dude was absolutely abused. Guarantee it. Like, absolutely has severe trauma. Guarantee it. Literally just came out with a documentary, which I have not watched and I don't want to watch, but maybe I will watch at some point of called My Truth, The Rape of Two Corys, where he talks about himself being raped, 
by many people in the industry and then also alleges Corey Haim being raped by Charlie Sheen. It in also, broad daylight. It's he also, also the worst trailer in documentary so. ever. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like, it's in, just, it, go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's just bad. It's so bad. So he, I guarantee that this man, like, I believe you, Corey, but I also believe mm. that you are severely mentally ill, severely on drugs, and also victimizing these women who have spoken out and been very direct. So Poina Siddharth was one of the angels who came on, and there have been several who have now spoken out on various podcasts. She said, quote, everything from the excessive drug use, the sexual harassment and abuse that we had to endure and witness. But there were a lot of other issues, human rights issues, workers' rights issues, women's rights issues that were violated as a result of working for Corey Feldman. So this is literally like he is a predator and he is abusing people and maybe he was abused. But just like Michael Jackson, definitely abused. But come on, dude, like. Fuck. And then his obsession the, with Michael Jackson is crazy. Didn't he Sorry. say that? I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard him say once that like Michael Jackson like showed him porn and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Michael Jackson showed him um like STD. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yep. Because he yep. was trying, but he said, "Oh, he was he was just trying to protect me from you know." Great. dangers of unprotected sex oh well i guess then that's not weird <laughs> <Took a year. laughs> not that weird i'm just i'm just trying to read this reaction here i i just it's so fucked so deep down fucked that it's just it's ah, it's it's crazy making it's crazy making so i also was definitely everything tr- everything this whole synopsis everything you guys have just told me just now is like a super cut of everything sad in Tiger King. <laughs> yeah. There's some definite Tiger King vibes on some of these songs. Yes. So, yeah, he does weirdly, he defends Michael Jackson, but then also is like, oh yeah, he behaved inappropriately with me. And then he literally well, came uh, up with- I think it was, he was, he defended Michael Jackson like right up until the documentary came out. Yeah. And then fi- when the documentary came out, he was like, this, you know, I, he never did this to me. Uh, but like the mountain of like there's enough evidence that I can't like in good conscience like defend this man like you know I I believe these survivors he said okay but he was super good friends with Michael Jackson uh as a child he was one of the rich children that Michael Jackson like didn't molest so I yeah right so he says so I think like one of the things So actually going back to your point, Mike Dunn, I did find an interview with the Hollywood uh, That is the worst application of rich privilege. I'm sorry. That's, I just had to process it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so there's this article that interviews him where they are talking to him directly about these angels. And so again, the angels have spoken out, which is why I'm saying he's a piece of shit. I'm not saying that he wasn't victimized as well. Yeah, Um, well, it's called a, it's called a cycle of abuse. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mike Dunn. Um, So the question, so this is the Hollywood Reporter saying, listen, most modeling agencies, if you say you're doing a modeling agency, most modeling agencies represent men and women. You're just focusing on the women. That could throw your motives into question. And he responds, well, that's because you choose to see it that way. I mean, I'm sorry you view it that way or anybody else would view it that way. But at the end of the day, again, I had major issues with women in my life. Okay, my mom abused me. My mom was not your stereotypical mother. 
And, you know, there was mental abuse. There was physical abuse. There was sexual abuse. There was all sorts of stuff. And I also happened to be in 18 serious relationships in a row where every woman that I gave my love and my complete 100% integrity and honesty and loyalty to all cheated on me. And all these relationships ended one after another. And then the response to that is, so could Corey's angels be seen as a way to sort of control women? And then he says, no, it's a way to help them. I could see like if we could get in and mold them while they're still young and impressionable, while they're moldable, so to speak, we can help them make the right choices. And the interviewer, God bless. I'm going to say her because I just assume this is a woman, by the way, that they're following up here. Help me understand this. You're the one saying that there are these dangerous figures in Hollywood who swoop in on vulnerable young people who come to Hollywood with dreams. And that's literally what you're describing to me that you do. You're telling me that women get off the bus. They're down and out. They're trying to break in. They're doing porn. And then he just says, no, the difference is where, oh, my God, you're not really giving me an opportunity to explain it. You're making judgments. End of interview. You know what? If you have uh, 18 girls cheating on you in a row, then you probably deserve it. <laughs> yes! I See, I'm the problem with this show. I continuously do research into the deeper shit going on, and then I just wish I didn't. Blue pill me! <laughs> Please! All, all I did was Wikipedia the service level shit. This is... It's a deep, dark web. I'm sad. I'm sad now. <laughs> Six sad world. Okay, Life is well, a nightmare. Um, but um, boy, I mean, boy, did he ever get fu- turn out so fucked up? But like, it is so crazy. Such an interesting way for him to channel all of that energy with this album. The opening <laughs> track alone energy. had me in tears. Because, because here's my thing. Listening through, listening through to this album, my my thought the entire time, my one thought was, he really thought he was doing something with this <laughs> <Yeah>. album. <laughs> he really thought he was doing. Well, something. that's what I'm saying. Like, there's some insane megalomania. There's some insane um, delusional delusions and narcissism, yes. and just this idea because this whole his band was called like Corey Feldman and the Truth Movement, like capital T. Um, capital M, uh, truth movement. Like he's trying, and that was something that he was, he, oh, it's so fucked up, you guys. Cause he was tricking these women. And this is what they've said. He was tricking these women and saying like, oh, we're raising all this money. We're doing all this work so that we can expose child abusers in Hollywood and sex predators. And then what he did was just become a sex predator and just keep them as weird slaves. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild that like his best friend, his childhood friend who shared even a first name with him uh, was like, you know, victimized by Charlie Sheen. And then he goes and copies Charlie Sheen's exact like Tiger Blood era model (laughs) of like, Mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, exploiting these women. It's the exact same thing Charlie Sheen did. Like, yes. even as he's exposing him for being a sex pest in this documentary, he's being a sex pest in the exact same way that Sheen sex was. Pest. Yeah. Nice. I like it. It's yeah. That's a, I think that's a good way to describe it. A yes. Yes. I should have done my research on these angels. I thought they were just like, I don't know. I I, I honestly, I looked at that video. I thought that they, I I didn't pay that close attention. I thought they were playing. 
but just, I don't know. Yeah. I thought they were like music, like studio musicians or something. That they're no, having a, a fun I mean, little time. Even yeah. without knowing all this context, it's still a, a human rights violation and, and workers' yeah. rights violation to like make them record those backing vocals on this album. Yeah, it, it is. You know, to anyone, anyone like their involvement in this album seems like it must have been coerced. Uh, and Corey Feldman himself plays almost all the instruments on the album. Uh, interestingly, like I think the sax David Gilmore saxophone player is the sax man. On the oh, East really? He's, yeah, that's amazing because that's the one thing that that's one thing I, I I thought was actually pretty good. I thought there's some pretty good sax on there. Yeah, I, that's uh, that's David Gilmore's sax man. I, yeah, there's there's plenty um, of like I guess talented saxophonists on this album. What there isn't is any good songs or anything good at all. Yeah, I don't care. You have you you the, every song is a brick wall of sounds that don't make any sense together. It doesn't <laughs> make so any crazy. sense. It's so crazy. Should we get into it? <laughs> I want to cry. <laughs> We, uh, um, I just to wanna, songs again, Heather? Yeah, we I don't want to. I don't want to. And I yeah. will just I just want to give a shout out to the stoppies out there listening um, and commenting. We're getting a lot of comments and I appreciate that. Lils from Jukebox Zero. Shout out to them. They've already reviewed this album. And I I I'm sure they're I'm sure she's permanently changed as I am. Um, and she did say that that ragtime song is most certainly not fun. How dare you, Dickie Stock? So you've already been called out, Dickie. I just want you to know. It is, it is kind um, of fun. It's a little bit. It's a little. I mean. I don't know. I'm, look, we'll get, we'll, we'll have get to listen to it. it again. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, the second, the second album is just like way worse than the first one. So when I, when I heard like ragtime, I guess I was just like happy it wasn't <laughs> like everything else yeah it is a nice break from like the vh1 shit on side two of the album i do and more like vh 73 like i can't i i don't know like not vh1 like it's the bottom of the possible list so much lower than vh1 okay i get it the lower number you get it guys all right come on all right we should probably get into the music there are 22 goddamn songs on this album this is officially the longest album we've ever reviewed longer than the other child star with mental health issues who thinks they're really doing something and is on way too many drugs miley cyrus and her dead pets which was 93 or no no sorry that was 73 so i don't even know nothing's even in this category speed bullet to heaven if you listened to the second disc was longer but you i remember you did not listen to the second disc. i did not I did not. We don't have time for that. Um, okay, so we're going to get into it. We're going to go right on in to Ascension Millennium. And should Ugh. we go two songs at a time? <laughs> should we go two songs at a time? Like, go right yeah. into Loving Lies? I, yeah, I mean, we I think we have to. I mean, I have a lot to talk about with every single Me? song, but we, we can't just, you know, we have to go to bed at some point. I have a 15-page Google Doc. <laughs> That's not okay. Um, I will say that also, unfortunately, like I'm obviously not paying for YouTube. I don't know anybody who is, but uh, so all I've also been hearing be- in between like fucking Corey Feldman songs is uh, Joe Biden's like stuttering plea to like, de- like, plea. like, it's crazy because like I work, you know, in TV and it's like 
he clearly couldn't get a single clean take of like the three sentences that he was required to say. So it's just him saying like, hey, 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 everyone. Hey, guys, uh, you know, I really need you. I need you a lot. I need you to join my routine, my campaign, my join, <laughs> join it. I need you. And that's it. And that's it's just going to be that all day today. So I'm, gonna, I'm not only going to be playing, you know, Corey Feldman songs, but it will definitely be interspersed by Joe Biden's. You know, I was gonna say, imagine Joe Biden's speech being a palate cleanser for an album like <laughs> I this. Know. I think no, it fits just... well. I think it fits well because clearly, you know, Corey Feldman can't get a good take either. There's so many songs where it's like you couldn't get a better take than that. No, 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 no. no. Um, actually, Tookie, I want to ask this now and then at the end of the show if the answer sure. is correct. Um, you did say earlier that. Uh, you thought Imagine Dragons was the worst thing you had ever heard, which as the stoppies know, that was the winner slash loser of our March Madness tournament. We agreed that it was the worst band out of all of those terrible bands mm-hmm. that they deserve to be the worst. How do you feel now? Oh, they still suck. But, but I'll give them credit for cohesion because the entire time when my partner and I listened to this album, we were sitting there like, what is the theme? What, <laughs> what is the theme? What is the reason? Right. He has all these Charlie's so, angels skits and then he just stops doing them. Yeah. And oh no, the, there's one at the end. The final track being that like working class hero song. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it's a John a cover. Lennon cover. Yeah. The John Lennon cover, but it, it was just, it, that's what really confused me because yeah, it definitely seems like he was trying to have some sort of message there. What the fuck but was it just, it, though? It, it just, it really, that was really like, put the question mark at the end of that album. Just like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what does that have to do with Charlie's Angels and with God opening the gates of heaven to let the angels out and whatever the fuck else, the Batman's music for some reason. <laughs> yeah. So like my thing with Imagine Dragons is that I personally believe that they suck, but at least they lean into their suck, right? They lean into that whole brand of we're just going to scream at you. This is this is arena rock for cool dads who are actually <laughs> narcs. So, <laughs> yes, correct. So, <laughs> so like they lean into that, right? And respect, respect. It's not for me. I don't like it but respect they know what they're doing there is an agenda behind imagine dragons there's no cohesion behind this no okay there's no, no there's no real like um pointed thought process there's no direction all it is is this double album released by a maniac which is basically <laughs> Corey feldman walking so that drake can run with scorpion because no one asked for a double album for Drake, but here we are, right? So I, I really feel like that's the case. I feel like it opened the floodgates for some Kiki D love me. Um, I just yeah. want to give a couple quick shout outs to our commenters here. Brandon Valley, dear friend of the pod, ongoing dad Brandon. of the pod, uh, says, I want to be an angel for Corey. I want him to spit in my mouth while he's dressed like a cop like he was in the Newfound Glory video. <laughs> we have been talking about Corey Feldman for 45 minutes and we have not gotten into a single song in this 22 fucking song album. 
Um, the cat is here. It is a therapy cat. It is critical. Um, we need to, I have already high blood pressure. I, I literally am just turning purple. Um, so let's get on with it and go into the first song and the second song. Um, because we have to, um, this is Ascension Millennium, um, followed by Love and Lies. And that's what it is. And that's what it's going to be. And I'm just, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. S-O-R-E-Y. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. You It definitely, this song definitely makes me respect the Black Eyed Peas more. Hello, Holy everyone. Sh- I'm coming oh directly no, for no, Ask a no, Quick Get here. Corn Pop. Will you add your name today no. to join our team? I said from the outset of this election that we're in a battle for the soul of this nation. Who we are, what we believe, no, 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 who no, we no. want to be. It's all at stake. And that's truer today than ever. But I the just, only uh, way to defeat Donald Trump and move forward is by doing it together. So please, join us. You're not just wanted, you're needed. Oh. Black eyes, well, okay. here's, eyes. Here's what I need to know. Hold on. I need, I need to know. This album was recorded and released in 2016. 16. Who the, who the fuck was still talking about Y2K in 2016? Yeah. Well, I know it took That's, them 10 years to make this album. That's what I'm saying is beyond time. Like, this is beyond time. Like, that song, that song sounds like it'd be, that'd be like a very fun song for like a 10 year old to like jump on a trampoline to. Uh, like, that's what, I, that's like what I hear. It's the theme song for the launch trampoline park in Raymouth or whatever. That's yeah, just, it's okay. a, it sounds like a 10 year old's like birthday party. Uh, yeah, in like and yeah, you, um, Jackie, you mentioned the the guy who did the verse on the like the Rebecca Black song. Like this does yeah. sound like it could have like Corey Feldman could have just paid that same company for this song. Yeah, I'm I'm dying because like this is this is like the opening theme for Canopy Lake's 2000 season. <laughs> Ascension. <laughs> Yeah, send the song can, back can... in time to Canopy Lake Park in the year 1999. It's, it's just, it's a song performed by the bootleg dollar store Britney Spears <sighs> at said Canopy Lake Park side stage. Like it is oh my that God. song. Um, and everyone's, like... and it's promoting Dippin' Dots. Or, no, <laughs> sorry, 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 Orbits. That fucking weird drink with the, the little suspended. <laughs> Blobs in it, yeah, that shit that you can only get at the Museum of Science. That's what this song is advertising. Um, that shit is fire, though. <laughs> those little like those little orb orb uh, drinks at the Museum of Science. That shit rules. Uh, this song sounds- makes me. 
<laughs> this song makes me respect the Black Eyed Peas a lot more because, like, he's clearly like going for that, right? I've never heard oh someone God. like fail to sound like the Black Eyed Peas, like <laughs> so much worse than the Black Eyed Peas could possibly <sighs> ever sound. You know what I mean? I mean, listen. I guess we're not going into the second next song yet. So I have a lot of notes here. Oh um, my God. Mostly, the first thing is that I'm instantly seizing. Like I said, my blood pressure is already through the roof. I'm an Irish American, goddammit, and I am fucked. I I am fucked. Like it's like if they vocorded Grover. Like I. It's one of the best songs on the record. I know. It is. It is. It's, like, it's a highlight. Yeah. It's, I... it's, it's probably top. Top five for sure on the if album. If that this was song? the worst song on the record, then the record probably wouldn't have been that bad. I don't know. No, that song's kind of fun. Oh my God. <laughs> His no, entire what? esophagus is cigarette burns. He's got no. drunken sidewalk assault vocals. It's like if a South, a South Shore <laughs> Uncle Bob Seeger impersonator was singing while buried in an underground vault. It's just insane. Mm. It's insane. And yeah. then he has these little Michael Jackson Shamona. Yes. Flourishing. That's my favorite. I love Flourishing. when he does Michael. That's my favorite. He dresses up like Michael Jackson, except oh fucking entire outfit is Lycra from Rainbow. Yeah, yeah. Or not and even Rainbow, it's from Dots. It's from Dots. With Skrillex hair. Michael Jackson. Go ahead, um, Tookie. Go ahead. No, I'm just... This song is like, if the top skill fair were a person who fucks... <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> that, put, that puts it so succinctly. This is a, this is a, t- a town fair that fucks. <laughs> a county fair, a county fair that fucks. I apologize deeply for all the stuff you had to hear that description. I apologize for putting that in your mind, but also Venmo me that five dollars. <laughs> but this is—it's a fingering on the gravitron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Monster Fest. Oh at Monster Fest. Uh, Dickie, what's your what's your thoughts on this? On uh or is there on Ascension uh, Millennium, right? Well, we're on fingering the people in the Gravitron, but you know, oh. wherever you want to be, wherever you want to open up. I'm so I I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm having a hard time. I you know what? I kind of like the song. <laughs> I I might actually come back to this one on my own personal time. <laughs> so I don't really have much to say about it other than it's fun. And uh, <laughs> we haven't talked about the uh, the intro where God um, <laughs> opens the gates of heaven. Of course, we don't need out. to do that. It's, it's a Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. I'm not doing that. I'm yeah, I, I, to be to be fair, I didn't really listen the first the like first little bit. I kind of <sighs> skipped. Over a little bit, just because I just like I, I didn't need to hear that bullshit. No. Well, what I like about it is that he makes God sound like a wrestler cutting like a concussed yes. promo. He also, it's him pitch shifted. Yeah, I yeah, was. Yeah. I, it sounded like him pitch shifting himself to sound like Morgan Freeman as God in Bruce Almighty. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, everything about it is. is you just... got you got Morgan Freeman out of that. Maybe not from this one, but from the final <laughs> song. The final song, Wrap Around. Yeah. Why is he pitch shifting himself? The pitch shifting is what you get when you try to use professional grade auto tune on a $15,000 budget. 
Like this is what happens. <laughs> but you can't auto tune a dying pigeon. Like I don't understand. <laughs> like it's it's he can't even. It was so like uh, this last episode of Drag Race. Anyone else watch Drag Race besides me? And uh, I haven't watched this season. Oh, I the All Stars, All Stars. Well, I'm really sorry. Spoiler alert. But Angina Muckin. Fucking mucking. Angina fucking sounds like Corey Feldman on this album. Like, <laughs> Angina's just squawking like it. Like, there's no voice at all. That tracks, though. That it's tracks like, for Angina. It's like, I know. Oh, I love Angina. I love her, but. So much, it but it's, it trakes. It trakes. It's literally a tracheotomy sound. And then you're auto-tuning that. Like, I just, it's impossible. It's impossible to wrestle a note out of this fucking man like you well, can't even, even get so, there even though he has no singing talent at all and like even when applying the auto-tune like nothing to save it he is a man of many voices he, ha- he has so many different styles of vocals on this album from fucking uh like this one he's just kind of mumbling like he you, you can't really even discern what he's doing but uh it, we'll, we'll we'll track the evolution of his vocal styles on he plays he plays everything you said he plays everything on this or he plays most of the instruments on this, you know, for like the solos and stuff, he brings in professionals, but for the most, like he does all the synths and shit for sure. I, yeah. I, I don't know why I hadn't thought to like ask this question, like who the producer is. Cause I was like, who the fuck would like allow, allow him to do this. And then, it, it, I mean, he produced it himself. So, well, it was actually, I think the production was handled by this guy, David Dunn. So um, I apologize for letting my uncle do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on the Wikipedia, it says he uh, produced a Corey Feldman. Maybe that guy like took his name off it or something. I I don't know. It's fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. We should do the next song because we have so many to go. I, I just want to. I know. I know. But I want to. I just want to give voice to our to our listeners here. Uh-huh. James Mullen, again, friend of Tookie. God bless you for sticking with us here. Roller skating music when you're a freshman sold fake E. That is his take. And it is. <laughs> Correct. And then my sister brought it right in with uh, At the Roller Kingdom, which is absolutely also correct. Uh, Roller Kingdom, Hudson, Massachusetts. Uh, Lil said he's probably performed at his share of Cannabis Lake Park. That's the the plural. (laughs) Cannabis Lake Park. (laughs) (laughs) Like attorneys general. (laughs) (laughs) One, Cannabis Lake Park. Two, Cannabis Lake Park. I like that. And then, yeah, Dahlia said uh, it would be playing the Gravitron. And then we talked about the fingering. So I don't know if that was a response to the fingering. Um, either way. Um, okay. Fingering uh, is an important element of this. How this work, like what would be happening if the song played on the Gravitron? Ascension! <laughs> could not. Millennium! Ascension! You're really liking this, babe, aren't you? Millennium! <laughs> this is what sex is. <laughs> All right, let's play Eleven Lies. We gotta let's let's play Eleven Lies and Angelic to the core. I mean, trust me, I go like I I go very hard out the gate, but at the end of this album, I have I'm a shell of myself, and I'm ready to experience <laughs> that reincarnation of that right now. Here we uh, go, uh, Loving Loving Lies, baby. All right, do it on Spotify. No more Joe Biden. No, oh no, we're doing Joe Biden. Oh God. Uh, My life. I knew I'd have to ask my wife. I knew that came with a prize. 
synths and all the percussion from Dynamite by Tyo Cruz and then layering it with 7,000 fucking like sample packs and an auto-tuning um, a dead animal croaking. Like I just Yeah, a lot of this Sorry. A lot of this album sounds like it, 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 it recalls the experience of like walking through uh, the, like the hallway of a club or something, or the hallway of a recording studio when there's or a practice space where there's just sounds coming from different rooms as you walk by. <laughs> Nothing sounds like it's happening in the room that you're in. Like the bass is this weird buried hum, and then his vocals are like so offbeat. He's just and and like with the weirdest filter, he just he has like a distorted, a built- rhythmless ghost. I'm sorry, he has a built-in metronome and he can't stay on beat. He literally has a metronome sample in the song. The day it's you not came even... into my life, I knew I'd have you as my wife. I knew that came with a price, but I didn't know that I'd be lonely. That's uh that's like a 12-year-old's lyrics. <laughs> I think I, I, I don't I don't want to like say Wait, he, wives uh, like, are people like, too? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say he's like mentally ill. He is. He yeah. is mentally ill. I think, yeah, he's, a, I think he I mean, like. I think he like stopped progressing at like twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, right. Tookie. Uh, well, okay, so this is. I apologize in advance because I'm gonna bum out your stoppies. We're um, all bummed. But, but this is this whole experience reminds me of a moment I had back in January of this year. So I was coming home from a show and I got in my lift home and I, you know, I got in and, 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 and when I, when I got in the car, it was just at the tail end of a uh, listener call-in segment of the show because, you know, a certain famous basketball player had just passed away and the DJ's taking these calls from, you know, morning fans and, and it's on the last one. And it's just, yeah, man, I just want to say, R.I.P. to bro, gone too soon. And the DJ cuts off with, you heard the man, R.I.P. to bro, it's jamming 94.5. Now let's get to the music. And the next thing I hear is, Dale! And that's, <laughs> and that's when I knew it was too soon for Pitbull. <laughs> there is such a thing as too soon for Pitbull. Oh, right? And so... <laughs> I will say that Lil's, Lil's mentioned... Uh, instead of Dale, he shouts Corey in the no. song. <laughs> so what I will say in a moment when I learned that there is such thing as it's too soon for Pitbull. When, upon listening to this particular track, I learned that at least Pitbull has discernment. Mm. At least, at least, at least like in a moment when it's like, mm, maybe it's too soon for Pitbull. It's never the right moment for Corey Felt. It's yeah. never the right moment for this album. It is not Corey's time. It has not been Corey's time since 1987. No. Uh, no. And um, no Corey's. 
this is the song where I dissociated. Uh, I, this is a terrifying <laughs> song, two. song two. Let's just. Uh, and I think this is the closest we have come to back to Vera Abraham's album. Um, oh, this was big oh. time. Vera Abraham, my TV yep. stream ended. Yep, I wrote song. that exact fucking comment. I said, "Is this Vera Art for Ham?" Um, and that it, it's true. This is fair. And, and this is where it's similar to Farah Artbraham, which we did determine was art, but I, I'm not ready for that yet. Um, was that, I might get a, there with Corey. I, I, we'll see. Who okay. let her and this, her uterus release music? That's what I need to know. <laughs> it, was was it was just, it was all her, you know, it was, have you listened to that album? I don't want to. Don't it's the do scariest it. To, album you'll ever hear. It, listen to our episode. It's this a haunted is, album. This is a haunted album. This is a cursed album. From this every, is too, yeah. This is the scariest album I've ever listened to. This is worse than Fair Abraham. There's a chorus of Dementors on the song. Also, it's not even auto-tune. It's Mm-mm. anti-tune. There's, it's so unbelievably tuneless that you can't even fucking electronically modify it to sound like something that it anybody could create like it it's just it's insanity it's he sounds like an animatronic frog that hasn't been serviced in 35 years like it's i don't know yeah. people said that people said a lot of things about pinkerton when that came out too but i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is definitely Corey's pinkerton <laughs> this this could just be like a little ahead of its time you know it but i might pinkerton come around was it. in key <laughs> <laughs> that's true i might come around on it you know because it is so wild and interesting it it it, it uh, the choices on here are so so wild and it just gets more and more crazy as it goes on this is track two mm-hmm. of 22 we're gonna move on okay the next song here is not this one thank god we are going on to um the next one can we do two at a time i don't know i'm sorry hold on Pardon me. Angelic to the core and forbid an attraction featuring Kaya Jones. Oh, the yeah. cat dolls. Uh, oh, really? Is that who it is? Yep. I don't care. Okay. Also, that's, oh, that, expl- you know, some of these features really explain themselves. When I look at, <laughs> when I compare the $15,000 budget to who's featured on this, it makes sense. The budget definitely all went to the features, but even then, like, those yeah, are low I'm sure, quotes. I'm sure. I'm sure Kaya Jones is underpaid. <laughs> the poor woman. God damn it. I'm um, sure Snoop Dogg got most of it. Yeah. Durst yeah. isn't making the big bucks these days, right? Um, Durst probably did it as a favor to his good buddy, Corey. Oh. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I, I don't know they that they're like friends, they but I, I assume they're friends. Yeah. They seem like they'd they seem, friends. Yeah. They yeah. seem like they'd hang out. That is an insult to everyone. <laughs> um, okay, so this next one, this is called Angelic to the Core. It's a titular track. Phew. Emphasis on the titular. And we're going to go right into four. Okay, so this is another thing. So Corey Feldman desperately wants to be Michael Jackson in Prince. That's what this album is. So the Prince thing, the Prince fetishism, you see it. Uh, there's definitely a song where he's trying to do Kiss. Um, but there's a whole bunch of shit like yeah really, you hear these really, songs really, really and you're bad. like oh obviously he wants to be prince and michael jackson and then you get in the deep deep in the album you're like oh i guess he also wants to be like the black crows or also rabbits uh, at one point oh yeah. oh yeah eagle-eyed cherry yeah, yeah. Uh, or or yeah or Van fucking, halen yep 
Leonard Skinner even a lot of this is like wildly triggering for me because like his three biggest black influences are all beige people like myself (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's just really disheartening like leave us I mean Michael Jackson's sort of an honorary beige but (laughs) we don't know what but leave us alone Leave us alone. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some wild, wild shit happening on so many levels. But anyway, he loves to spell things in kind of Prince lingo and like dollar store Prince lingo. So he has uh four the word the the number four bid b i d in i n and then attraction. So it's not forbidden attraction. It's four bid in attraction and angelic. Two with a number two, of course, titular track. The core. All right. All right. That's enough numbers. Etymology? Etymology, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm a communications major. That's (laughs) why I'm qualified to have a podcast. The shittiest That's what my degree gave me. The shittiest brag in the world is uh, I'm a communications major. (laughs) That's like the worst. You know who else was a communications major? Corey Feldman. Let's go. Here we go. I don't think he went. He definitely didn't go to college. I don't think he went to high school. No. (laughs) He was. No, no, no. He thinks two is spelled with a number two. Here we go. I get funkadelic and rockadelic with your mission. I want to see you dancing and I want to see you making the people dance. (laughs) And number three. And this is the most important angels. Don't forget to be sexy. definitely a weird just dis- like like terrible timbaland by way of sign of the times era prince uh appropriation going on in that song yeah my first note was prince you are not and then Ugh. he's doing a tommy lee scene whisper impression meets like 90s r&b run through a meth filter <laughs> <laughs> It's insane how anti-melodic it is. It's it's shocking how out of tune it is. It's like this is supposed to be his like raw animal like sexuality. Like he sounds like fucking Hexus from Fern Gully. Like what is happening? Then there's like a bassoon, like a synth bassoon, and then yeah. a bloop, and then a synth kazoo, and then like I'm just but at this point so I'm muddy. like, is this is this noise rock? Like is is this noise? Like I don't. I, and then my final note on uh, Forbid in Attraction is a lot of people really hurt this man. Yes. Yes. He uh, cheated on by 18 women in a row. I, I, no, I believe him. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Have you? All right. You ever watch a nature documentary? Mm-hmm. And you know the segment where they show some tortoises having sex? <laughs> This is the sound of that. (laughs) 
This yeah. is the sound of tortoise sex. <laughs> yes. It's exactly that. It's exactly that. Uh, my my only no- my note for this song and the last song where I just uh this is like music a mentally ill person makes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't even come up with anything like clever for it's it. It's not funny. It, it just sounds like uh depressing. Yeah, it just makes me like wonder what the rest of his day is like. Like bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you see did you guys see that article of the vice writer who went to one of his parties at his house? Oh and, and, god. Like, it's just like it's just so like run down looking and there's like a skew like crooked Lost Boys Lost posters. Boys posters and, not like, even framed, not framed. And like no. a gr- like a dirty Street Fighter 2 like arcade cabinet and like a pool table in his living room. And it's, he just it, he, he looks like he lives in like a crash pad, like a dorm room. Uh but it's just full of like you know beautiful women that he has paid to be there. He didn't pay them. He did not pay them. That's the, the worst part. Oh, so it's, it's some real Tiger King. Shit. I'm literally telling you, it's some fucking crazy ass, like, like, cra- it's some sex trafficking, I think. It's so bad. It's so bad, you guys. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, on Angelic to the Core, I think he sounds like Tonetta. Oh my God. Wait a second. Okay. Lil's. Okay. I need to be paying more attention to this, to the fucking comments. Our fucking stoppies, our fans are out there and they're giving us critical information. Kaya Jones, a former Percy cat doll. Now the native American representative for Trump's national diversity coalition. Is she native American? Even a pair. I don't, I mean, it's not my job to say that. (laughs) Someone go to the Elizabeth I mean, Warren DNA test. Because I don't know. If she's in Trump's, if, if Trump appointed her, it could be a total, it could be a situation. I found out that I, yesterday, that I'm, I am more Native American than uh, Elizabeth Warren. Oh. Maybe it's Pussycat doll. I think I'm at least like two or three percent. That's more than most white Irish Respect. people from this yeah. area. Yeah. I definitely had that fantasy going along in my uh, family where, uh, you know, there was always the, the 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 promise of potential native blood, which is so deeply fucked and problematic. That's how yeah, white people well, avoid, uh, you know, being accountable for their racism, that and being Irish American and saying that, you know, they escaped the famine. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. That <laughs> thing work that every one of our grandparents said. Every single. I literally was with my grandpa today. So, yep. We, <laughs> yep. Quickly. It was a quick, quick visit. Um, I'm just reading these uh, these notes here. This is just insane. I Did just. You hear the, when I said that Angelic to the core, he sounds like Tanetta. Um, Do you get that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is sort of like a make it stop history on this album. There's a lot oh of we got Fair Abraham, we got Tanetta. Because it, it goes back to my theory, my thesis statement that I've developed once we did March Badness, which is that everything bad about music, like everything bad about music becomes the same bad thing. Yeah, I'm also I'm actually starting to feel like I can quantify it. Like you can pick out the elements and be like, I know. this is bad. Because they keep popping up in all these different albums and all these different iterations. We're like, I think the the Matrix, I'm starting to see the Matrix. Okay, so just speaking of the Matrix, um, Lils, helpful, so helpful. Lils, I love you. Everybody listen to Jukebox Zero's great show. 
very similar but different and we love each other. So she posted from Wikipedia. Kaya Jones has claimed to have Apache heritage, but Native American journalists state that no Apache Apache tribe claims her and that there is no confirmation of any Native ancestry for Jones. Secretary of State of the Cherokee Nation Chuck Hoskin Jr. has cited genealogical... I'm getting drunk. It hurts. Genealogist David Cornsilk in an statement saying that Jones is not a member of any federally recognized Native American tribe. There you go. I'm glad because I was worried for a second there. I'm like, oh, man, is this is now the correct time for me to be questioning, you know, it is the correct race. time. Yes. Um, but I was right. So it's OK. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, you get the cosign from a certified person of color. Yes. There we go. Question. All right. Question. Thank goodness. Question I was like, shit. do we get like a verified check on Twitter now? Is that yes. how it- <laughs> It's a black check. Um, <laughs> and it's a uh, check made out to you, Tookie, at, uh, what, what, what is it? Cash at, app? At, at uh, Venmo. Venmo. Just $5. Just $5. $5. For $5 a day. Um, okay, so angelic to the core. We have not talked about this. The wild thing about this is everything, but it, especially because there are no lyrics to be found, or if you find lyrics, they're complete nonsense and i don't know whether that is the actual intention of the song it doesn't matter but here are the lyrics that i found from the internet from angelic to the core dark seed dirtin in me take away my happy thoughts disparaging me you will drip see living in fee the recipe it does graph e with dig a rep me also this is your chance Hot tour in hands. So, hey, man, let's dance. Yeah, I had the same issues like later on on the album, like because as you get through the album and you're on Genius.com. There's no more lyrics. There's no more lyrics. So I was given up. There's a lot of parts where I was taking notes and trying to transcribe what I was hearing. And he really like it's complete gibberish at points. Like it's impossible. I went back and I rewinded like six times one line to try to be like, what the fuck is he saying here? There's impossible. so many points of the album where it's just impossible to know. He's okay. He's Mayhem Miller rapping and he's Angina singing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, again, spoiler alerts. They're bad. They're bad. It's not good. It's like this song feels wrong on such a visceral level. It's like tuna and cheese ice cream. Mm. Like I just can't. It's, it's so mm. outside of the realm of my understanding. Yeah, but I, I again, I do want to, I do want to say that there were like there was one portion of, uh, Forbidden Attraction. No, that I liked a little bit, that I thought worked a little bit. It was him trying to do a Prince. It was like, I thought that was pretty good. No, it's all it's aggressive to the core. Yeah, it's very aggressive music. Yeah, um, this is maybe like maybe this is so hard to comprehend because like this is what the music of angels sounds like, handling <laughs> them. But they're oh. like the scary, they're like the scary like Book of Enoch angels that are like you know uh, mutant giants, you know that like. You so can- you're telling what you're saying basically is that this is the sound of the rapture. This is what it's going to sound like when we're all <laughs> raptured up. Right? The rapture I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. wrapped by a white man oh who thinks God. he's Michael Jackson in 1986 and also 
uh, has a harem of sex slaves. Like I, I just, I. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not going up to heaven, like this is probably what you hear, right? Like this is the cacophony of. This is how you know that ride. God isn't real. Right? Or like that he is indifferent to us, you know, that he allowed this to happen. Maybe we're being punished. Yeah, this could be this could be the first of many plagues. Oh, we're definitely us. being punished, dude. That's what the <laughs> fucking Stoppies wanted to do to us. Are you happy now, Stoppies? You win. Let's do a Cross the Line Remix 6 1.6 featuring Truth Movement, and let's do Bad People. All right. You cross the line. Quick, Corey, get here right away. She's right. We're surrounded. You're correct, angels. You are surrounded. You need to get out of there quick. There's a lot of bad people out there. It's not the worst song. No, it's got, it's, a, it's got a Spice Girls feel to it. No. Oh, don't you disparage the name of my Spice Girls? <laughs> hey, I'm saying it's like the best song. It's got like a kind of uh, what's that Spice Girls song like? Uh, so you'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of yeah. sounds like that a little bit. I can hear that. Yeah, I think it's because it's, it, they both have harmonica, right? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. He's Except they got Stevie Wonder to play on one, and we don't know who this is playing the harmonica on this. Uh, the illustrious Corey Feldman, of course. Oh, my uh, Lord. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I kind of agree, Dickie. Like, bad people, um, I at least, you know, there's so many songs on this album where, like, not only is, like, the, the concept muddy and the, the production terrible, but, like, um, you don't even you can't even tell what the fuck he was trying to do. All right, well, what was he even trying to pull off? And on this one, it's like I get what he was trying to pull off. He's doing Prince meets Buck Cherry, and he almost yeah. pulls it off. But it's, it's a called thing. it's called Eagle Eye Cherry, and that is. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm sorry that it's true. Um, Lils is asking. <laughs> Right, save tonight. And fight the break of tomorrow. Okay, but anyway, um, Lil's really wants us to play the chorus, so we're gonna do it. Uh, what a face he must have made when he delivered that line in the booth. I hate you. Why didn't he just do the other washed up like 90s child star route and just like be a wrestler or something? Like, I don't know. Like, what is he? What is he trying to achieve? Or here? die. Well, he's been doing this for a long time. I listened to a little bit of his album from 94. Uh, he really on that one, especially he was doing a lot of the like Tom Waitsy uh jim morrison vocals that you get a little bit on some of these songs 
The one's very really good. He sounds like I'm a, like a trucker or something. I'm tough. I'm tough guy. Corey Feldman. He's doing like he's doing Tiger King cosplay. Like it sounds like that. And it's it's the same like very childish reductionism of like good versus evil and angels versus bad people. And like the people in the comments, my you know, folks are commenting like, yeah, this is totally about his abusers. But the whole point is that he hasn't actually like healed from any of this trauma. He's just like creating this insane dichotomy in his brain where it's just Corey Feldman's black or white. It's just like, mm-hmm. I, I, he also, he also loses his grip on it pretty quickly. Like all oh, the angels oh. and devils, like imagery, like falls by the wayside pretty quick. Like he, he really, there's not, a, there's no cohesion with the concept. It really, it this is making sense pretty much immediately. This is when I said, and I truly believe it, that this really is the room of albums. Yeah. It truly is such a spectacular, farcical failure. Such an ambitious, like, over-the-top fucking disaster that it is, that it, yes, that it almost achieves some sort of artistic quality just because of all the wrongness of every part of it. It's so jarring and and grating and evil and sinister. There's so much sinister like undertones to all of this and and uh, it's it's I so have, bad. I have passed a kidney stone with less pain <laughs> than listening to this album. I just I just want to make that abundantly clear. Yeah. You think this is, you think this is worse than Lulu? Yes. Oh, I, I would. I, I would. I would rather yes. listen to this than Lulu. I'll tell you. I think Lulu is even more hilarious than this album. Lulu is the funniest album we've ever done on the show. <laughs> Junior <That's>... Dad. <laughs> Junior Dad is thirty minutes long. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Cross the line. Remix six six one point six. Um. What happened to version zero point zero to one point five? I don't know. I don't need to know. Please burn the tapes, burn all of the tapes, burn my brain, burn my ears. I don't want them anymore. I don't want the burden of hearing. I I don't want any of this. And then it just turns into this surreal, like 6 a.m. K-hole house mix. And they yeah. just say the same thing over and over again. And it's somehow the least terrible thing that I've heard so far in the album. But it's like 17 minutes long. And, yeah. and then it's again ruined by <laughs> my note was. Oh, we ruined it by yet another Biden ad where he talks about, quote, big, bold actions like shooting black people in the leg instead of the chest. So, you know, we're doing good. Cool. That's cool, called cool, progress. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yes. Right. We combat racism with shin guards. Yes. Joe. Yes. King shit. Can't respond to that. <laughs> Can't Sorry. do it. <laughs> no, you're you don't do a date apologize i'm having a moment there's a lot i'm not yet finished with my cocktail a lot once again at tookie kavanaugh (laughs) at t kavanaugh on venmo find me it's fine yeah 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 yeah. what if like accidentally like a bunch of money gets sent to like timothy kavanaugh (laughs) (laughs) some like dickhead on the south shore oh jesus don't do that don't do don't it. Don't do that. My my photo is right there on the Venmo profile. You'll see it. You'll see it. I'm like the only black Kavanaugh on Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> this next track, 
Um, duh. <laughs> he really, he really makes the angels like. He makes a point of being like, "Oh, the angels, by the way, they're dumb bitches." Like, you know, oh, that's, yeah. he's like, he's like, all right, when I put the angels on the album, I'm gonna make sure that they sound like dumb caricatures of women from the 1920s. <laughs> like, of course. Like, that's like what a, women are like right? a like a skit that some comedian did on boardwalk empire in one of their mm. like mafia clubs like that's what the angels are but then also in the same at the same time to try to say like oh well they exist for like spreading love and acceptance across the universe but also like they're like <laughs> duh <laughs> i i um i just want to point out to the audience that uh, this is the part of the album. This is the point in the album where I need to hydrate because yep. I'm so spent. Yep. So I've got myself a, a pomplamousse la croix, a grapefruit la croix to just replenish because I'm um, so spent from only three tracks in. Is bourbon replenishing? Because I've been <laughs> replenishing pretty frequently over the course of today. And I also <sighs> definitely do need to pee. So. I'm probably going to do that. Just piss straight whiskey and be back in just a, a few moments. And I'm Heather, gonna... you go pee and I'll do our ad read. How about you do that? Go ahead. Check this out, guys. We got we got a little deal for you. We got a, a, a little deal. It's going to help you out during this quarantine, uh, during these tough times, uh, spending perhaps a lot of time alone, sheltered in place in your apartment. You know uh, how lonely it can get. Um, and we here at Make It Stop, we want to help with that. So, you know, like, I'm going to tell you about a little website that we call adamandeve.com. Uh, the thing with Adam and Eve is that they give you free stuff. Uh, and as we all know, free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom, that's even better. So you can go to adamandeve.com, type it on in, and you can select almost any one item for 50% off. And then Adam and Eve loads on loads on the free stuff just piles it loads it on all over you so enter offer code bad music that's b-a-d-m-u-s-i-c all caps all one word at checkout and now they're gonna they're gonna give you 10 free tantalizing gifts uh a sexy item for him a special gift for her and a third item you'll both enjoy and six free spicy movies plus free shipping so that's uh, offer code bad music at adamive.com. Check it out, they got uh, good stuff. So, that stuff just comes with it free, yeah. Just it, they just load it uh, up. You like that? It Would you say the free stuff uh comes? It de- it comes and it comes, you and and, and it, you know, comes. it just keeps coming and then uh, it and it's spicy, dude. The videos are so spicy. Yeah, jizz flicks. You like a good spicy cum? Uh, a nice, a nice jizz flick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. You know what? I've been on Twitter actively telling people now is not exactly a great time to get dick winked, right? And and get jizzmatized because we have to focus <laughs> on social justice, but. This is a great cause to support. This is a great podcast to support. So if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna get that cock ring, use the promo code. That's right. <laughs> Highly co-signed. Give us the dildo money and we will pass it on to Tookie. For, Directly. 
directly. Directly. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. This is this is this is the moment that Martin Luther King dreamt about. <laughs> <laughs> I love it here. When all God's children can critique Corey Feldman's and tell it to the core. <laughs> Black men and white men, Jews and Protestants. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um Duh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying we boycotted buses so we could all eventually come in unison. Mm-hmm. Use that promo code bad music. Thank you. Thank you, Tookie. Thank you for supporting supporting our dildo our dildo money. That's what we're in it for. If you buy a dildo from Adam and Eve, we are going to provide reparations so you can jerk off as a white person and and feel okay for five minutes. And that's allyship. <laughs> and you know, I think uh, butt plugs could be dildos too if you wanted them to be, <laughs> and vice versa. That's true. You know, don't box yourself in. Yeah, dildos on us. Free yourself from the tyranny of the butt plug dildo binary. You know, like let let them let them free. Let them yeah. be what they want to be. Put a vibrator in your ass. Who cares? Yes. Do whatever you want. Like the good brother Malcolm said, <laughs> get your rocks off by any means necessary. <laughs> I support this. Okay, you are you are coming for a cause, and I support you supporting me. Amen. <laughs> This is beautiful. I've never felt better about doing the ad read. Honestly. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, we have to listen to more Corey Feldman. Oh, my God. Hey, Stoppies. We'll be back with part two of the Make It Stop season finale featuring Tookie Cavanaugh, Dickie Stock, and me and Mike Dunn discussing this ridiculous monstrosity while you're waiting for the next part of the episode to drop why don't you do us a favor send us a review on apple podcasts share us with your friends and weigh in on our facebook page or twitter or instagram and let us know what we should be focusing on for next season what do you want to hear more of who are some guests we should interview what is possibly worse than Corey feldman i honestly don't know we want to hear from you stoppies at make it stop podcast at gmail.com or at make it Stopcast on facebook twitter and instagram and if you're really bored why don't you go to adamandeve.com and use keyword bad music at checkout give us those hard-earned dildo dollars so that we can pay tookie to still be our friend at some point we'll be back with more make it stop very soon until then bye Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never thought about space in my cramped apartment, but in this house, all I see is empty space. The sofa and ottoman look like tiny islands in a sea of hardwood floors. I could get two ottomans in the living room, but then I'd need another sofa. I could tell people I'm into minimalism. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.